I did not want to do this. I really didn't. But coronavirus has been essentially the only news thing going on. So that being said, I've already talked about, you know, the death statistics and that um, I'm not going to talk about my experience on trying to get toilet paper this past week. Thankfully, I got enough stored up, so I don't worried about that. Um, but what I found entertaining was celebrities this week trying to stay relevant now that well, no one's really going to watch movies or caring about what a a rich person celebrity says when they really don't have anything to contribute to society in regards to this. Now people are going to go, oh, how dare you say uh, a celebrity has nothing to contribute to society? We're fine without them right now. They're they're not being helpful in any way. In fact, <laughs> uh, Wonder Woman Gal. Gadot, Gadot, however you say the name, I'm not exactly sure. Anyways, this past week released a video. If you haven't seen it, I am not going to play it because it is cringeworthy. And this video was Gadot and her friends, fellow celebrities, singing their version, uh, their cover of the Beatles song Imagine. Now, the song itself, it, uh, the original song, <laughs> you know, it's a classic, it's a Beatles, it's old. I'm not exactly a Beatles fan myself. There are some people who worship at the altar of Beatles and I do not def, I definitely don't put them that high on the pedestal. I put them kind of low, actually kind of unoriginal, but there are people out there and this is one of their classic, well-known songs. Imagine, you know, and what I find funny is that this was done as, I guess, Gadot's way of trying to stay relevant, as her way of trying to reach out to people and show that she cares about what's going on with this whole corona virus issue going on right now. And it fell pretty flat. It per like it fell on deaf ears. And people weren't exactly happy with it. In fact, they, they responded saying stuff like, instead of you spending time doing these things, why aren't you maybe donating some cash to the relief funds, you know, for research, for people who are being laid off from their jobs, who can't afford things. And it also was kind of tone deaf that there's these rich people singing this song and one of the lines being, imagine if there were no, you know, possessions. And they're singing this because they're rich celebrities from their nice big houses where they're self-quarantining. And that's nice if you're self-quarantining in a nice big house. If you're someone who is in an apartment. Now, I have, compared to like a New Yorker, I have a decently sized apartment. But even then, these four walls, they're starting to get to the point of like, I need to do something every day to get outside because I will start going stir crazy. Yes, the world right now is in full on panic mode with this virus. And there are a, a plethora of, of fake news items out there of, you know, you have China putting it out that this is a thing of the U.S. You have some people saying that this is a full on hoax. 
that this is really isn't a thing. This is a way to, you know, take over control, you know, and I'll be honest, some of the measures that the government is taking, some of them, not all of them, some of them are finding to be a little heavy handed. Thankfully, at this time, all the states that have um, shelter in place mandates, you know, for non-essential businesses to be closed, they're not like enforcing them with law enforcement at this time. So what I mean by that is a business can decide if they are considered essential or not. For example, (laughs) GameStop, they have deemed themselves to be an essential service, so they are staying open during this time. There is big debate whether GameStop is or is not an essential. I would lean and say very heavily they are not an essential thing. Uh, Their argument is we're providing stuff like keyboards and that for people who need to work from home now. That's their argument they're using to stay open. Uh, I I, I don't buy it. You know, essential stuff like, you know, where you can get food, medicine, uh, things to live like toilet paper. You know, if you can find any nowadays, for whatever reason, there's a big rush in toilet paper. Fallout, again, was 100% wrong. It's not bottle caps. It's toilet paper. Who knew? But doing this is showing how isolated Gal Gadot and the others who participated in this are, honestly. Now, you know, in people on Twitter and that were pointing it out, they're saying, you know, no possessions being sung by some of the wealthiest people, wealthiest people in the world. You know, one person who was a little bit snarky commented, imagine all the people eating all the rich. Again, if I think. Maybe that's a little over the the top with that as well. But it really comes back to what are you doing to better the world? Are you engaging with it, talking with people, sharing with people, and figuring out what's going on? Or are you being a little maybe tone deaf and just trying to keep yourself relevant in this time when celebrities are not relevant? When Tom Hanks and uh, his wife both announced that they had coronavirus. My immediate response was, who cares? They are another person. They are not more important than anyone else. Okay, Tom Hanks was Forrest Gump. Woohoo. Guess what's going to happen? Eventually, every one of these actors and actresses that you like, just like all of us normal people, are going to die. And there are going to be new actors. There are going to be new actresses who come along and do different roles. And people in the future will love them. For whatever reason, who cares who gets this if they are celebrity or not? Now, we should care that the population as a whole, especially those who are older, immunocompromised, uh, are in a high risk category. We should care that they are getting it, be it celebrity or not. However, if you have Gal Gadot and her friends, uh, Will Ferrell was another one I saw on the list. Um, just do yourself a favor. Don't even bother with the video. It, first off, if you're musically inclined at all, your ears will bleed. Um, just warning you there. But the tone deafness is evident. It, the fact that they don't realize what the normal people are dealing with at this time. That during this time of fear, people are trying to figure out where they're going to get, feed their kids because school was canceled. Where they're going to get a paycheck because they were just laid off because 
or put on furlough because their work was closed, you know. And this deal that Trump is trying to pass in Congress and that it's still trying to go through, it's not through yet. So, uh, you know, this whole thing of, you know, federally paid, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, unemployment tax coming through, or not employment, unemployment insurance, you know, coming through for two weeks, you know, that's not there yet. So these are things that people are really scared of. And here, let's sing a song out of key by celebrities who are afraid that they might be irrelevant by the time this thing gets done. Now, I'm all good for uh, <laughs> I'm all good for a good uh, parody and all that. So there's there were some comedians who saw this horrible video and they created their own version of it. Now, this version is better. And first off, it actually makes fun of things that kind of rich people do. Uh, so the, the, some of the lyrics that are on the screen there. Imagine there's no keto. You have to eat mostly carbs. I brought up all the Purell just to wash my car. And it says that the, the rest of the lyrics are making reference to other things that primarily rich people like celebrities enjoy and do and, you know, things that is normal for them. But we wouldn't ever even think of doing. Speaking of people trying to stay relevant in this time, Oprah Winfrey recently said that she is going to start doing a new show on Apple TV streaming. And they're actually going to allow this show to be watched by anyone, even if they don't have an Apple TV Plus subscription. Now, this new show, uh, Winfrey said in her tweet, was that she wants to offer some hope and gather thought leaders and people going through it, coronavirus, COVID-19. Uh, to add some perspective. And at first I was like, okay, maybe she's going to bring on like actual doctors. Maybe she'll bring on, you know, you know, people who deal with viruses and infectious disease control for a living. And instead, what does she do? She brings on an actor and I will butcher his name because I cannot say names whatsoever. The actor's name is Idris Elba, I guess, and his wife. And apparently, Idris recently was diagnosed positive for the COVID-19 disease, which is caused by the coronavirus. And I thought to myself, so what? It's the same thing as, you know, when they said Tom Hanks and his wife got infected with it. Okay, so you got another rich person who has access to private doctors, private everything. They're going to be fine. They are the ones that I'm least worried about, and they're the ones that are least relevant to us right now. If this was, you know, a fallout, you know, style Armageddon scenario, the last ones on the list we would need would be actors and celebrities. We would need the tradesmen. We would need, well, actually, we wouldn't need IT people for a while because probably most of the IT equipment in the world at that point would be destroyed. We would need the tradesmen. We would need the mechanics, the plumbers, the carpenters, those who know how to actually produce something viable. All I'm doing, honestly, my day job is I work IT. All my, all I'm doing is moving bits around, telling bits, you know, ones and zeros, where to go and in what order. I won't be needed for a while. 
in the new world if this was a fallout style doomsday scenario oprah winfrey and this idris elba and tom hanks they wouldn't be needed either as far, all they could do and all i could do would be be some of the manual labor workforce for everyone else to allow them to be able to do what they need to do and what they know how to do and how they do it so i find it funny that right now in the midst of a time when people are you know sacrificing unsure of where their next paycheck is coming from unsure of how they're going to feed their kids how they're going to make sure that their elderly parents are well taken care of if they potentially get ill either themselves or the parents get ill that these people are then coming back and saying hey you know what let's do this let's sing imagine and let's imagine or uh, let's uh, interview other celebrities that have this virus and that is so so short-sighted what i think we're seeing here at this point in time is we're seeing this shift in society because we're starting to realize that these people who are getting a lot of hero worship for no reason at all are not helpful it is those on the front lines it is our scientists it is our nurses our doctors the people who know how viruses work the people who can coordinate logistics of supplies our manufacturers those are the important people yeah it's nice to be able to sit back and relax and enjoy a movie or a video game you know when we're done with the day but in the order of life where we're at if we don't have entertainment life is not going to be over we'll figure out some sort of entertainment where we don't need high paid celebrities and just because you're a celebrity does not mean you are more important than anyone else in fact you are probably less important than anyone else you may think you're more important and you because of the amount of money you have and the amount of movies or tv shows or songs you've done but at the end of the day those are the things that they don't they don't put a roof over someone's head you know if again nuclear fallout happens right now all the buildings on the planet are destroyed as much as you may love a musician as much as i may love a musician them playing a guitar does not stop the rain and the snow from hitting me and keep me warm at night oprah interviewing a person does not help imagine does nothing now this sounds all pessimistic i think we should look at some optimism here now it used to be around 48 percent of people who were infected have now recovered we're down down to about 40 percent that number is going to continue to decline only because of the fact that the number of people being tested is going to go up so in the next week two three longer hopefully not longer but it might be longer you're going to see the number of infected through corona with covid 19 you're going to see that number skyrocket you're going to see that number increase but the thing is there is a good possibility that a lot of those people those numbers have maybe been affected for a while and because of that this isn't new infections this is just finding out current infections these are potentially people who are already infected or have been already infected and you know fighting through the virus or have fought through the virus already so yes the numbers are going to appear to get worse but that being said right now from the news and driving around my neighborhood in that what i'm seeing is people are more united than ever i haven't seen this sort of unity in the united states since right after 9 11. and that's a good thing that we get back and we stop the squabbling we stop the fighting we stop 
the divisiveness over what everyone believes, whether that be politically, religiously, whatever. And we start acting as people in one nation together as Americans. This is a time that's going to test us because we're going to see potentially, you know, some new, in my opinion, uh, <laughs> excessive government overreach for control of lives. But at the same time, this is also a test on how we're going to handle this in the future. Because let's be honest here, this is probably the first time that most of us have had to deal with something like this. And the way the world is going, this will probably not be the last time. The reason I say that is we're having more and more bacteria become antibiotic resistant. We're going to have a new virus or new bacteria pop up at some time in the future as well. It's not a question of if, it's a question of when. So this is how we learn how to deal with these things come the future. Thankfully, right now, it's with a highly spreadable but relatively low. And when I say relatively low, I'm talking maybe 1% to 3%. Um, relatively low mortality rate. If this was something that hit us before, like um, SARS or Mars or something like that, those had way higher mortality rates. Now, to be fair, they were also less viral, which means less people got them. But there will be a time probably. And who knows when that it will be. When we get hit by a virus that will be virulent like COVID, like Corona, deadly like Mars, and this is the practice on what we have to come. We're learning the shortcomings, both at a national level as well as personal. What do we do in the future when this happens? How do we protect our families and ourselves? Right now, you're seeing a run on guns. Right now, you're seeing a run on toilet tissue, paper, food, milk, which I don't get because milk goes bad over time. And you're seeing People not know how to react and how to prepare. And to be honest, the preppers are probably sitting in the corner going, ha, we told you, and they know what's going on. But this is a learning curve for us. Let us be happy with the fact that as a nation right now, our death count is pretty low for the number that we have infected. We'll probably see that go up, but this isn't something to go crazy over. This isn't something that is going to destroy the world. It's going to be a challenge. It's going to be something that we're going to have to work together as a country, as a community, as people overcome. I don't believe that full government control and full lockdown is a solution, but social distancing is not something that is too egregious to ask of people. And I think at the end of the day, when we get through all this, we're going to come out better, not in the bombastic way that Trump says we're going to come out better with a better economy than we've ever seen before or anything like that. No, we're going to come out better because we're going to have learned some lessons through this. We're going to learn how to better prepare, how to take care of ourselves, how to help take care of others. Something that we have lost in this current generation that previous generations had full well of. They knew how to take care of each other and themselves. And they weren't afraid to help take care of others. We are a very selfish generation. When I say generation, I'm talking 35, 40, and below. And the good that will come out of this, hopefully, will be that we stop being as selfish. We get to know our neighbors. We get to talk. We get to have community. We get to help learn how to help each other 
and we get to learn how to be a country once again. We'll no longer be just the states of America. We'll learn once again how to be the United States of America.